your boy Elso and your girl Rocky what's good beautiful people welcome to the it's so real podcast we're here with another episode another one Just feels so good <laughs> Woo, we've been getting real spicy lately we have I mean and today's no exception you know <laughs> chef's in the kitchen you know so if you are one of those people who can't handle difficult conversations or topics this might not be the episode for you know, I would like to remind you of the It's a Real Podcast bio. Let them have it, please. We are the podcast that challenges the norms, mm-hmm. deconstructs our reality, yeah. and questions your thinking. That's what we're here for, y'all. We about that growth mindset. You know, because <laughs> you know? I'm in a new class, and that's what I tell you these topic is. I'm so excited. <laughs> Hit on with it. Let's get started. We, all we right, got all this energy. All right. We are ready, yes. clearly. <laughs> and we're a little high. Eight. And it's a beautiful day outside. Like, just feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So today's episode is Myths of Marriage. Mm. Now, I was inspired for this episode because uh, as we entered into our committed life partnership, I wanted to you know, build community within other life partners, other married couples and see their mentalities, Mm -hmm. how it was different from, uh, uh, people who were single and just like, yeah, see those different experiences. However, (laughs) (laughs) however, uh, what had happened was was, (laughs) it was not the growth community with the growth mindset. Hey, Hey, you know, (laughs) Yeah, that I was hoping for. And it was showing a lot of the toxicity within monogamy, a lot of the unhealthy attachments within or expectations within marriage. And it it was just, we needed to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, so here we are. You know how we do. Yes. Getting into it. Exactly. All right, so uh, let's get into it with our two sides of the uh, same coin. First segment. You know what I mean? This is a segment where we have a coin. It's a quarter, y'all. We flip it. Whoever calls the correct, uh, I guess, side, side of the coin. Yeah. <laughs> Two sides. Two sides. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It happens. <laughs> um, they get to go first on the question, and yep. then the other person follows. Also, whoever wins this round, this segment, like if you call the most uh, correct sides, mm-hmm. you get to go first when it comes to our either or segment which we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, you want to call first? Yes. Okay. Tails. She's calling Tails. I'm flipping that thing. Oh, sorry, baby. I get to go first. Ooh, I'm going to pass it to her. You are? Yeah. Oh, thanks, baby. We also get to do that because, you know, it's our podcast. You so know. We, we are literally real. making up these rules. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, the first myth of marriage. Okay. I kind of want to hear you. Oh, uh, what? It's a 
Okay, you can go. Thank you for passing it. Okay, give, okay. give me the first question. All right, so the first myth of marriage. <laughs> Commitment begins with the vows. Mm. Okay. Commitment begins with the vows. The problem with this and why it's such a myth is because it puts kind of like a cap on where the relationship is. And it's almost as if like once you're in it, then everything is cool. Then I can fully commit. I can fully invest in you and all those other things. So there's kind of like this, what we talked about before, scarcity mentality of Mm -hmm. like even your energy and what you're putting into it. So you won't give your all into a relationship or you won't be fully honest. I've heard this before. Yes. I've heard this before <laughs> where it's like he's got to earn my full honesty. So unless I got a ring, unless we married, then I can expose all the I things mean, that shit, I am. People will cheat up until the wedding day. Up until, up until that because, you know, the commitment part ain't really about nothing until it's official, official with the marriage. And what it's the like, fuck are what y'all is on? going on with that? I don't get it. That is wild. So that's like, why. What like, do you, how, how could you think? How could you assume that that would be a healthy marriage? Like, like I don't. What is in your head? Please tell us. Send us messages. Let me know. Because I, below. I do not know what is in your head. But yeah, um, I think that that it's just a warped way of thinking. It's like I believe commitment starts with a. Um, dual perspective and respect for one another yeah. and and understanding that you want to be together within these agreed upon boundaries. Mm-hmm. So whatever that might be, because again, you can be committed without it being monogamous as we yes. demonstrate. Thank you. <laughs> but, Commitment, faithfulness, and loyalness. Right. Is that a word? Loyalty. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't sound right. Cool. You had my back before. I got your back now. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, all exists within ethical non-monogamy, okay? <laughs> Continue. So, right, yeah, commitment looks like, again, that mutual respect, those agreed-upon boundaries, and then that follow-through, that integrity mm-hmm. to follow through with that. Mm-hmm. That's what commitment actually is. It has nothing to do with the fact... Uh, your vows. Well, your vows or anything mm-hmm. else like that, because that type of mentality leads you to be out of practice with actual commitments yes you know what i mean like you gonna remember your vows every single day you got them printed up somewhere if you've been practicing (laughs) being non-committed or not practicing what an actual commitment is Mm -hmm. you're gonna be kind of out of practice when it comes to committing to somebody for real because you're already used to bending the rules or telling half truths here or doing whatever it is and then you're gonna automatically be like cool i'm gonna live this life straight the way that i need to because i've what practiced it because I know exactly what I want this is time. I don't think that's true. It can happen, obviously, but I think those people who are at least knowing what commitment is, even if you're rejecting it, rejection is a choice knowing that you don't want to agree to certain boundaries, but that at least knows that you have those boundaries within mind versus you just being loosey goosey and being like, Cute, cute with like what terms are and what boundaries are within your relationship up until it's official. That leads you to make that a practice and that will become a habit of yours. And that's why you see, I think, a lot of marriages where those secrets, they don't stop once you get married. It's like it's hard as hell to break them. You ain't been practicing all this been, time. Yeah, this whole time you've been like kind of doing all that other shit. 
Again, there are exceptions. There are some people who are like, all right, you know what? I'm done with whatever it was. But for most people, what you do constantly is something that's very hard to break. It's a habit. It's hard to break habits. It's hard to build new habits. Yes. That's the rules of, of, of our humanity, to how we're functioning like as human beings. This is how we are. Mm-hmm. We're creatures of habit. Sorry. Maybe we should try to use that information to tweak things within our direction that we actually want versus just being like, fuck it. <laughs> and ignoring the fact that we are this way. You done? I'm done, baby. Go off. You, you, you did it. You did well. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Go ahead. This is going to be a whole clip. All Go right. Ahead. So <laughs> I, I, got, <laughs> I got multiple things to say. And, and there's not even a particular order. It's just things that I got to say in response to this, okay? Ooh, All right. First myth. So, again, commitment begins with the vows. So that's just a negative, okay? So I want to address that. <laughs> just, <a> no. <laughs> just no. <laughs> so I want to address that committed relationships don't have to be long-term. Um, committed relationships are not the same as committed life partnerships. Like, you mm. can be mm-hmm. – and I think – going to the actual definition of commitment, it's dedication. Like you're intentionally putting time, energy and effort into whatever that thing is. Like you can be committed to a job, committed Mm -hmm. to being a parent, you know, like the commitment shows up in different ways. Even commitment to ideas and stuff like that. Exactly. You know, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, so I, I think, yeah if you're if you're in a committed relationship that's Mm -hmm. one step prior to a committed life partnership and it's like again if you're not even doing that stepping stone (laughs) right you're creating the environment that you want in in the relationship you want if Mm -hmm. you're not if you're setting somebody up and being all acting like you're doing that that's you're on uneven ground already go ahead just go so then there's the uh, so there's the concept of what my colleague from Practicum had said, yeah. and we may have said this in the last uh, show, New Year Pick Me, maybe. It could have been Attraction 101. I don't know. Check out both of those episodes, by the right. way. Right. <laughs> down below. Boom. You know? Yes. <laughs> check, that, check that box below. Uh, but yeah, it's the concept of people thinking that marriage is the finish line yes. when it's only just the beginning. Yes. Like, exactly. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's just beginning your growth work as an individual and as a partner. Yeah. Like, so the fact that people are waiting until their vows. Now, mind you, I also want to break down vows. Like, you could be using the traditional vows that the court or your pastor or whoever, uh, you know, provides, mm-hmm. or you could write your own vows. But then it's like everybody's under the assumption that everybody had the same vows. And it's like, Ours are drastically different than other people's because I made sure it was true to us and true to our life partnership. So like to wait until your wedding day, wait until you say those vows to commit and then expect that commitment to be practiced throughout the duration of your marriage. When you don't revisit those vows very frequently. Now, if you do, shout out to you. Like, if you have them, you know, like, laminated, <laughs> you know, like, shout out to you That's to really have that good. reminder, you know, of what what your commitment is to each other. But I think um, just, yeah, with those vows, it's like, 
sometimes you need a little bit more of a breakdown of so like for better or for worse that means a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> you know in sickness and health that means a lot you know like sometimes you get got to get to the nuances of what that vow means you know even even like if you take those vows like i don't even know like i don't think those are in ours like the traditional ones yeah um just because i didn't want them so but anyways um so yeah it's just the beginning of growth work and but you had to be growing already (laughs) to get there right you know so commitment is not like the finish line like you 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 don't get to that point like all right now i'm committed it's like that's like going again to the the same analogy you want to attract me you never trained a day in your life, but you try and get to the finish line to get the trophy. When you start, you're going to lose. <laughs> Whew, and be out of breath. <laughs> out of breath. You'll cross the finish line, Eventually. but you'll be in last place. Yeah. So the quality of that race that you just had was terrible. You finished last versus the person who was training all this time and was committed to a day regimen. That so habit. They, so that, that they habit, get though. Across the finish line in a good place. You know. First place. You know. Instead of last place. Yes. Makes sense? Makes sense to me. <laughs> okay, the last thing that I want to talk about because I think a lot more of my points go to our second myth of marriage. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I so, can't wait to, this so, episode is fire. You know. I, you know what? Two, two. You know, two beep, more. Beep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my last point. Oh, no. Don't let me forget it. Is that? <laughs> we got it. Because it related to the second question. Yeah, I find it fascinating that some people don't discuss marriage mm. until the proposal, and that's why people be surprised when people say no. And I'm like, that should have been a mutual agreement, right? Before that day, prior to, homie. Like, why are you just now? <laughs> Having this conversation embarrassed of, for no reason. like, I want to marry you. This is what I I hope for our marriage. This is how I want to grow in our marriage. Like, why are you waiting until I mean, he, you know, stereotypically in heteronormative culture, asks? Mm-hmm. Like, and again, why is that commitment just being made then? He finally asks, and now you're saying yes, and now you're both committed? What? I worry about the relationships within black America. Yes. Yeah, I think it's just like that idea of wanting to be spontaneous, but it's like, there's certain things that you can plan. Yo, and, and then, your life. Like you have to know how to, you, you have to know how to balance that, that this spontaneity. Is huge. Exactly. This is huge. You can't just do that on things that are that important. You need to plan those things out. You can't just be on like some willy nilly shit. However, I see very frequently in the groups that I'm in that people uh, were proposed to or did a proposal Mm -hmm. uh, within months of knowing each other. And I'm like, and they're still together. And I'm like, I mean, it could happen. I would not do that. I mean, I I guess it it would depend on the age as well. Yeah. Like if you're older, you know yourself and you, you know it like, okay. I would not recommend that for anybody young. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that for most people. Yeah. Because most people don't know themselves. Exactly. Two individuals that know themselves that well, I can understand that. But that's very rare. Mm-hmm. Um, and you being in delusion that, that you are one of those people is not a good thing. You, know? you have to be self-aware enough to even know. Like I think and if you, you talk aren't. to them, 
if they're going to make it work, they would know that there's a high option that it wouldn't work just because of their awareness. Mm-hmm. So that awareness is what would make them vigilant of those things that would prevent them from working stuff out. Mm-hmm. If you're just willy-nilly like, oh, no, it'll definitely work out. We're in love. That's when I would know that you it would not work out because you hadn't thought everything through. Back to our point about planning out these things strategically when it comes to your life partnership and commitments mm-hmm. because that isn't just about like just the commitment in itself it's, it's the back to the analogy it shows that you're committed to getting the actual results being the best that you can be having the best time when you cross that finish line mm-hmm. not just finishing crossing, crossing yeah. the finish line crossing the finish line isn't good enough you want to be in last place have a bad marriage have bad relationships have bad connections. Like, that's your bad life. Bad sex. All that's that. your life. That's last place. <laughs> like, that's your life. <laughs> so, please have those conversations prior to the proposal. Please. <laughs> like, People. commit to each other prior to the proposal. Like, come on. Like, ha- like yeah. Y'all need to have that, that discussion and be intentional about it. You know, and definitely check out our previous episode. We took a break to fall in love where we discuss okay. our journey into our committed life partnership mm-hmm. and where that commitment looked like as far as like why we chose each other as life partners um, and that planning of like, okay, well, this is aligning. This is aligning. We can see a future together. Yeah. So. Whew. All right. Next one. Goodness. Cause we we might have to do uh, two parts to this one because we'll the see. camera, camera, uh, you know, battery might get low. <laughs> we'll see. All right, I flipped it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with tails. Ooh, I get to go again. Let's go, balling. All right, two, two for two. All right, so the next myth of marriage. What's up? Although I thought of one as we were talking that we didn't include. I just want to note it. We're not going. We're not going to talk about it. Okay. But you need more than love to make a marriage oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> successful or last. Love will, yeah. make, love will carry you through. Or love nah, will, nah. love won't always be there. <laughs> like you need more. <laughs> what if you love somebody you don't like? What you going to do then? There are days. You know. Again, life <laughs> is a long do? time. <laughs> what you going to do then? I'm huh? just saying. Is love going to make you through? Because you can love somebody and not like them. Uh, Listen. <laughs> What's going to happen? All right. So the myth that we were actually going to talk about, (laughs) I just, I thought of it and I was like. (laughs) Yeah, I can go off on that one too. You know? (laughs) But the myth we're going to talk about. (laughs) Marriage is superior to long-term relationships. Oh, man. So, oh, man. This is definitely a myth. And why this is a myth is kind of like what we were talking about earlier. This analogy is going to be used throughout this whole thing. I mean, I I'm like gonna it. I'm going to keep this one in my back pocket. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, again, if you're in a relationship and your goal, the finish line is, is just marriage, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you're finishing in a good position. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, if you're in a long-term relationship and you're committed to each other, that could be a high quality relationship, but just because it doesn't have a ring attached to it doesn't mean that or that paperwork or that paperwork, you know, to make it official doesn't mean that they aren't the ones putting in the work to make sure that they finish 
in a better position, in a great position. Hitting my mic again. Mike Tyson. <laughs> if y'all, I ain't gonna explain it. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just keep with my point. So the point being is that the quality of your relationship is not determined on whether or not there's a piece of paper attached to it. The quality of your relationship is based on, from again, my perspective, the <laughs> values, your connection. How able, how are, how is the respect between the two of you? How are you able to communicate your needs and um, how do you argue? How are you able to mm-hmm. repair those arguments? Mm-hmm. Um, what are your future goals together? What are your financial goals together? Uh, how do you feed each other spiritually? How do you mm-hmm. feed each other emotionally? Et cetera, et cetera. Like, I go through a whole bunch of things. But my point is those are the values that encapsulate, to me, a healthy relationship, a healthy connection. And that puts it on a pedestal. Not the fact that we decided to, to get a piece of paper or I got a fancy-ass, expensive-ass ring. Oh, that we I threw got a with. huge party. None of that means anything. Because, again, detach all of those elements from marriage. Can you have a party with all your friends? Yes. Yes, you can. Can you buy your girlfriend an expensive gift? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> expensive ring. Yes, you can. Right? Can you show... Can you... Uh, have a uh, ceremony celebrating your relationship. Yes, you can. Can you sign a contract th- talking about financial agreements? Damn sure. Check out Power of Attorney. <laughs> like, there are ways around this shit. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. All the things, pretty much, when it comes to, like, the things that are at least put on on uh, marketed, I'll mm-hmm. say marketed, the benefits of, of marriage when it comes to, like, the oh, pageantry. It was, it was it. hella propaganda. You know? Hella. All, all that pageantry about it, like the you know, all the things that a lot of women fantasize it about. It was the fifties and white wedding. women, <laughs> <laughs> weddings and all that other stuff. It's like those things can be replaced or or are are interchangeable between parties, like we were saying, expensive gifts and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that anything when it comes to the, the relationship. The relationship, yeah. So it's like, why is it on a pedestal? It's just because of its, uh, its marketing, because of what it's been seen to have. Now, tax benefits are another thing. That's real. You know what I mean? That is real. But, like, all those other one benefits. One of the benefits. Yeah, those are <laughs> one of the benefits. But it's like, that doesn't mean that the quality of that relationship is better. You know? Mm-hmm. That's like, again, if you finished the race last place, but you had on the, the fly's gear. Like, you had to own the shoes that could have made you run faster, but you ain't trained. <laughs> Nor break them bitches in. Nor break them in. You know what I'm saying? Your cleats all fucked up. You know? <laughs> you know? But it's like, you still finish last, but you look good while doing it. Does that really mean that the quality of that race was good? Did you do well in that race? No. So, that's just all I'll say about that. Like, that doesn't determine the quality of your relationship, whether or not you're married or not. It never has. And I don't think it ever will. Again, these Facebook groups, y'all. <laughs> I want to hear about them. Because, again, I'm off of social media. Y'all know how I do. It's like, and I be now. asking myself, why the fuck am I still in here for content? <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to you. Because, goodness, I be seeing so much shit. Um, Thank you for being the warrior. You know. Going into the trenches. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. So, there's, okay, mind you. <laughs> marriage was created by humans because there's a whole lot of Christians in one particular black marriage group. 
and they mm-hmm. all about the biblical marriage. And I'm like, ain't mm-hmm. everybody about that biblical marriage. And God damn, there's a lot of you Christians. Like but by it, the book, by the book? By the book, by the book. They be quoting scripture and related to marriage and all of it. Like, first off, God, be careful just, with it. just open your mind to something outside of that. Because yeah, you got to be careful with that, yeah. Fixed mindset versus growth mindset. Yep, That's all I got go. to say. Yes, Just, there we go. I'm taking a new class, personal growth and development. I'm excited as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning, and it's class two. <laughs> but all right. Um, so, yes, there is definitely a call out for when people are in the group and they're not married. Yeah. Like people will fucking, yeah, Mm -hmm. denounce their shit. Like, so like, oh, and, and again, it's this superiority complex. Uh, Okay. I see what you're going. Yeah. So now mind you, marriage was created by humans for the purpose of power and control. Like it was actually about property. Property, (laughs) Like it was actually about like joining families and countries. Okay. That was the purpose of marriage. That was like the way to exchange. Exactly. That was like, if there's a tunnel that would connect one area from another area, Mm -hmm. point A to point B, it was marriage. marriage. (laughs) (laughs) You know? So like the fact that it is superior or is viewed in the superiority superiority complex lens, I'm like, well, that's why. Like, you know, like that shit was doing something, you know, it was a business transaction, you know? So yeah, hit my mic up, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) but yeah, so, so there was that, um, now again, because society is set up in a way that it prioritizes romantic relationships and of that marriage mm-hmm. one because of the wedding industry okay they oh, make bank sh- off of weddings so and that's not even the marriage y'all that's the wedding but anyways Facts. um so so yeah society has built up a system that it actually doesn't need to do to benefit married couples couples who are not married do not receive the same benefits okay um now, because of that, there is an air of superiority. I get more being married. You don't know what it's like being able to, to share the financial stuff, even though you still can. Um, financial power of attorney. Uh, yep. Being the medical person, the emergency contact, even mm-hmm. though you can with medical power of attorney. Um, listen, I'm polyamorous. I've looked into this. <laughs> like, uh, again, uh, multiple Research, marriage yeah. is not legal in the United States, even though I believe in Massachusetts, they just legalize multiple domestic partnerships. So we on our way, y'all. But, um, so yeah, so there's an air of superiority because of the benefits. Now, there is uh, a whole, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say movement, um, eagerness to like dismantle the system of marriage and give those benefits to everybody. But you know, mm. we're not there yet. So yeah, that's going to be a hard, yeah, fight. that's a hard sale. So I'm a, I'm a advocate for the multiple marriages bit. You do you boo. <laughs> uh, I believe in you, but uh, <laughs> I don't that's, think we're there yet. That's, yeah, people, <laughs> that's, people uh, go ballistic. You know, <laughs> like that's, that's a hard fight. <laughs> But anyways, um, so that's that's another reason for the the air superiority. But I also think there is a difference between someone who is single in mentality wise. There is a difference between someone who is single and someone who is in a committed long term relationship or committed life partnership or married. 
And it's just because you're with somebody else. Like you have to consider somebody else. You have to grow in a way that you don't necessarily need to grow or have to grow when you're single. So therefore that leads to a different mentality. So people talk about like not having single friends and only having married friends for that reason. And it's like, you have to have boundaries within yourself. Cause like I, most of my friends are single. So you have to have boundaries within yourself to be able to talk about what's going on, but then decipher it through their protection of you projection of their own stuff. And the fact that they just don't know like single Mm. people, unless they've been in a long-term commitment, don't, but especially with committed life partnership, they don't know what that commitment is. Mm -hmm. Like they, they're not experiencing it. So like, sometimes I'll be like, yeah, that's commitment. <laughs> like, I don't just walk away, you know, like just because mm. there's conflict. Like, that's you are committed to working. One of our commitments is working through our conflicts, you yeah. know, like. Oh, yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. Like, if you're somebody who's single and like you have that mentality, like you were saying, mm-hmm. you if somebody, <laughs> I mean, I, it's kind of the mentality I have with finding another partner. Why would I put up with somebody when I know what I'm worth and what I have? So that's the single mentality. If you're single, it's like, why would, if you're any signs of trouble, like Mm -hmm. we dating, right? Mm -hmm. What what do you do? Red flag. Oh, I'm out. Because there's no need to commit. You're in single mindset. Mm -hmm. So that's how, that's why I would relate that way. But if you're having a conflict with somebody you're committed to and you have this much investment into, not saying that like you have to go back back on past stuff because you're you're always working on the present of your relationship. Um, But it's like, you know, your commitment and your plans and your growth work, you even know how this conflict fits in to your dynamic together, then mm-hmm. that's something that you can work through mm-hmm. versus somebody who's single is like, oh, you just annoy me today? <laughs> rat, dog. Again, going back to the, <laughs> you don't always like them. <laughs> like I, some like, okay. And you do have to take um, elders uh, wisdom ish. And I say ish just because just because you older don't mean it's wisdom. <laughs> so sometimes it so, be that boom, you know. So the sayings and the the teachings and the lessons that they pass down about marriage, like my parents. Well, no, I'll talk about that later. But um, okay. but yeah, like it's one of those lessons is like yeah, you won't always like them. Like yeah. I've heard that one, and I'm like, I don't get it. Now I do. <laughs> it's this is impossible. Like just, <laughs> you don't like anybody twenty four seven. Like you have your days. You don't even like yourself twenty four seven. You know. <laughs> talk about it. Okay. <laughs> There'll be some days you'd be like, damn, I fucked up. <laughs> you know, I'm not cute today at all. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> some of those days you just have to accept those feelings and then figure out, do some internal work, and you then know? it's the same thing. You have a relationship with yourself too, you know? Yes, self love. <laughs> it's a thing look into it <laughs> yeah. so you can't beat yourself up and neither it doesn't help to beat yourself up and it doesn't help to beat your partner up either yeah. physically or mentally and emotionally mm. so so yeah so that's what i've seen in terms of that superiority complex yeah and i'm like that's bad man. if we're dismantling if we're dismantling the superiority complex of whites over blacks and then for me, not a lot of people in there because, mm-hmm. whoo, the gender roles. But uh, of men over women, then why can't we dismantle the superiority complex uh, of uh, married couples over single individuals? Problem is, like, some people actually believe it and, like, they they like, so they like the benefits that come with it. Mm-hmm. And then 
because of those benefits, they often feel as though they really are superior. Like they're, um, I think the only way to combat this is to again think about the quality mm-hmm. of marriages and relationships. Yeah, tying those two together versus the law. Lo- well, we'll get to <laughs> we'll get to that. I don't want to spoil another. <laughs> versus just marriages in itself. Mm-hmm. Again, that finish line concept, mm-hmm. um, being the end all be all. You know. So looking at quality, quality, mm-hmm. very important. For sure, for sure. All right. So the next. All right. You get to call this one. Heads. Heads. I thought like I'm gonna get it again. Dang, three for three. Woo! So Oso gets to answer first, and then either it, or both and segments. Yes. <laughs> Lucky him. <laughs> I'm like you that. won last episode too. Hey, you know, luck of the draw, baby. The people, uh, the universe wants to hear from you first. Oh my goodness! And I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know how to flip, so that's why I don't flip. <laughs> that's true. Like, yeah, it'd be off into the camera somewhere. Right, break the expensive camera. We got just flip it into that. Like, oh, oh no. whoops, my bad. <laughs> Twenty-five cents costs us a thousand. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, all right. So the next myth of marriage is is a, is formed in a question. Okay. But the concept will be interesting. <laughs> what does the ring really mean? Mm, okay. What does the ring really mean? All right, so I will answer this personally. Then I'll ask, okay, I'm going to answer this, I think, in three parts. So, okay, break it down for us, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, So I'm going to start with my personal opinion. Okay. Um, Like, so how what it means to me, the ring. You know, yes, right? okay. Then I'm going to go. Question. What's up? Are we talking about the engagement ring or wedding bands? Oh, yeah, I'm going to all that. Okay. I'm going to all that. Okay. Yeah, break it down. Because I thought, as soon as you said it, a whole bunch of things came in my mind. I was like, I need to organize these thoughts. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, yeah, first I'm going to answer it personally because that would be okay. probably the easiest one. Then going into it, uh, how it is presently in society, and then how I would want it to be, uh, you know, just in, in the future, like what, got what you, got how you. we could look at it. Okay. All right. So firstly, for me, the ring don't mean shit. <laughs> well, that was quick. <laughs> the ring does. The ring doesn't really mean anything to me because, on a personal level, I've never been one for like Material. gifts and material yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean much to me. Um, if y'all have noticed, like, in watching videos, like, what I wear mostly are just, like, healing crystals mm-hmm. and, like, hair ties and bracelets that, I not even, for it's real, funny. like, I don't even have it anymore. Like, the one bracelet I used to wear. the RBG. <laughs> right, the, the RBG. Uh, red, black, green. Mm-hmm. Um, or something with Guyana on it or something else like that. That's pretty much all I wear. I don't like rocking a lot of jewelry. That's just not my style. Um, I have earrings. That's pretty much the only other thing mm-hmm. that you can really see me wearing. Um, I even think that I, I listed all that. I'm like, man, that's a lot. <laughs> um, so for me, it just doesn't mean that much. That's on a personal level. Um, and it doesn't mean anything towards my commitment going, cause we talked about that before and mm-hmm. I'll give my opinion. My commitment to my relationships depend on all those other factors that align with my values. So materialism not being one of them don't mean much. Um, all right, so that's that. That's easy. Okay. Now, what does it mean in the broader societal landscape? Mm-hmm. 
It means a hell of a lot. A hell, a of, hell lot. of a lot. You, and what that's you a, talking about? That's you can't a, come out here with no ring. And that's another big industry. Oh, hell yeah. Debbie is. Because because <laughs> diamonds are a girl's best friend and they have propagated the fuck out of that. That shit. To say that it's all rare and shit and that's why it's so expensive. That's a whole different episode, diamond, y'all. Diamond <laughs> a dozen. There's a thousand millions, quadrillions of diamonds. Diamonds are not rare at all. <laughs> okay, there's all you need some with... sand and some pressure. <laughs> there's certain other gems that actually are rare, but again, you can't really market them that well mm-hmm. because you would run out of that supply. Get it? If diamonds were so rare, you'd think we'd be out of them by now. <laughs> Questions that need answers. <laughs> anyway, do you see gold everywhere? Yes. Do you see fake gold everywhere? Definitely. <laughs> I was like, yes, too. <laughs> it's all about control and supply demand. Anyway. And that's the thing. Cubic zirconium is, that works for me. <laughs> like, y'all are doing too much. I'm not taking that little glass thing and looking at why the damn you, specs and shit. Why do you need shit. to do all that? Long as it sparkle in the light, I'm good. <laughs> if it sparkle, if some of them sparkle more in the light than right. diamonds do. Like, I'm not one who needs an expensive ass ring. <laughs> I'm like, for what? You're paying more for a damn piece of jewelry that I may lose? Yo, it's all about that shine. <laughs> For real, there's so many other material like, that will glisten, dog. Not even I bullshit. don't. I don't get it. Anyways, I'm not into the whole jewelry thing, but I know for a fact that yes, there are other materials that will cling, 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 cling. <laughs> Your eyes will be hurting. <laughs> but yeah, I think in a, in a large societal like lens, it's very important. Um, it's a status a status symbol. For it sure. is a symbol of the couples affluence you know mm-hmm, so true. the bigger the ring like the kim and kanye shit the, the ring that he got uh kim was ridiculous it was some crazy number i don't even know i don't want to like like does she wear it every day want to be heavy they about to get a divorce i was oh, just saying shit, like, that's really? that was the point i was trying to oh, get to like it. they're not the quality of their marriage and i can't even speak on it because i don't even know their trend it might have been a transactional agreement it might have been it like, yo, might have been want... that Trump shit. <laughs> might have been that too. <laughs> look, I don't know. I'm not in a business. Like, listen, I have black children now. I look at the world differently. <laughs> yeah, again, I don't know. I mean, I couldn't have helped. <laughs> but anyways, I don't know their personal business. I'm not inside He's their also marriage. not medicated and... A whole yeah, bunch of things. They've been going through So many stuff. factors. Yeah. But for the purpose of this example, I'm just talking about the ring. Got you. That was a saddest symbol. And for you know sure. Kanye is a person. That's why he's an example. Huh. He wants to be known as... Even marrying Kim to him was a, a symbol of like the trophy wife, the, the wife you've always wanted, the baddest girl. Mm-hmm. The one that everybody wants, but not everybody can get, even though a lot of people kind of did. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> semantics. Uh, it's cool. Either way, Kim, live your best life. <laughs> Do you, girl. Do you. you. Hope you're doing well. Same for Kanye. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, it's a status symbol. It's all of that. It means a lot in that realm. And also, some for some people, mm-hmm. is a sign of that commitment that we were talking about earlier. Like, if the ring ain't big enough, that means his commitment to you is kind of shaky. Because if not, he yeah. would have invested more into the... The way that you look and how ste- you present yourself on this on this um landscape of steady that. questions of would you accept a proposal from a man who gave you a twenty five dollar ring? Would y'all? That's comment what you below. care about. <laughs> 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 yes, comment below. Please let us know. 
<laughs> Comment below, let us know. <laughs> but that's 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 it for that part. And the last one is what I would want is a balance between that. People being honest about the fact that they want to look good mm-hmm. and flashy, but also understanding that that shouldn't be what's holding up you committing to somebody who you actually do want to spend your life with. And there's such thing as upgrading your ring yeah. <laughs> on anniversaries. You like know, five years. You year, gotta keep it forever. If you did really well the next year, two year, who you like, know what whatever it might be. Like Are you not willing to grow together? Because that's a red flag right. for me. Because if you're not willing to grow together, like the ring can be actual I think it's actually a beautiful thing. Like the ring can be mm. the upgraded ring can represent the growth of your marriage. Like the more shined and polished y'all get the more shined and polished and brighter the ring gets you know what i mean (laughs) you know yeah oh look it's getting bigger fifth anniversary you damn right because we've been together we've been riding for five years it's good so like that's saying you gonna upgrade my ring i ain't say none of that example what you talking about look at that look at that societal pressure y'all look at that we're just witnessing look we're witnessing the african-american female in her natural environment oh my gosh she wants a ring oh my goodness (laughs) all right can i go now yes okay (laughs) so i'm going to start backwards so i'm going to start with where i think the future is heading and where i would like it oh and then go to what it's presently and and then then what i yeah what i want all right cool okay so remember i am polyamorous okay that's very important. <laughs> you know, remember, I want another life partner. So, kind of dipping into the second, if the ring means a societal symbol of I'm married, how does that look when it's multiple people? And then, because I'm also like, I'm just, I'm queer too. Like, it's just non traditional up in this bitch. A lot of people within those cultures and communities are questioning rings at all. Mm. A lot of people are doing tattoo rings or some other Mm -hmm. form of jewelry, especially if you do have multiple partners who you have committed to life partnership with. It's like, well, how else can I represent this? Mm. And it doesn't need to be a message to to society. It just needs to be something for us. Yeah. Yeah. So I would like to look at that. And again, again, dipping into the second, like, Ring is a symbol of, of your commitment. And it's like, but you don't need it. Like, if you need that ring as a reminder to be committed, I'm questioning the quality of your relationship. There we go. Like, Finishing in the last place. Again, like. I made it. I was finished. So, like, you need that, that <laughs> as a reminder? You can't just remember to be committed? <laughs> like. You're finished, though. You got the marriage. You got the ring. Ta-da. You know, so and it, and it, so in these communities, it's something to not something to agonize over or mm. like struggle with payments That's or so anything. That's true. I didn't touch on that. The yeah. stress that comes the pressure, with pressure, yeah. Um, especially oh. in heteronormative dynamics, where it's like if it's not shiny enough, she may say no. Again, talking about it prior, what the hell? But anyway, facts. That's such a good know? point. So I didn't. I even. Th- yep. That's yeah. So, so true. I I enjoy like picking symbols to represent your relationship like um we weed and a light bulb is for us and we want to get matching tattoos you know like because it's that's that was a big sign of our partnership and our growth together um and our in our connection our mental connection so so yeah like people are figuring out different ways to pick symbols that represent them right 
and it, unique to their relationship. Exactly. Their and it doesn't have to be a ring. Now is, is if will rings continue to mean like I'm married? Probably. Like, I don't think that I don't see that unless it's enough of the people just not doing it. I don't know. Like it's probably gonna be around for a long time. At least still we we did. Yeah, probably. yeah. <laughs> but the reason they said the ring on the left finger was something about a vein to the heart or something. Back in the day, yeah. about that property. I well love is love is recent. Love is love is a recent <laughs> concept within marriage. Like in the 1900s. Like I don't think it existed prior to that. No. Yeah. But um, look it up, because I'm sure it's out there. YouTube University probably has the answer. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure it's within the polyamory and ethical non-monogamy playlist on our It's So Real YouTube channel. Check it out and subscribe. Right, we need, what, 17 more subscribers to hit 100. Yes. Help us out. Please, yes. Please hit 100. By my birthday, February no. 8th. Come on now. Please. Get that, just get that 100. Get that 100. Keep it 100 with us. Yes. Excited. Um, so yeah, I believe there's some, uh, like, you know, those, uh, cartoon animations that have narration over it. I love those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I believe there's a couple of them that's talking about the history of marriage. Mm. Um, so yeah, they talk about- I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, they talk about when love comes into Into marriage. Like when that concept of love- Yeah. Combined with marriage, right? Merged. (laughs) You know? When the the two got married. Because again, it didn't exist before. (laughs) Just saying, arranged marriage was a thing outside of Asian cultures. Like the fuck, all the time. Yeah, transactional. Exactly. Anyways, um, so yeah, so that's kind of where I want it to go. Mm -hmm. You want it to be way more nuanced. People making it their own. Yes. Versus it it just sticking to. And there's not so much pressure. Cost doesn't really matter. Like again, that's not a sign of commitment. Cool. Right. All right. How is it? Right now, presently. So again, what I in see in 2021. What I see in these Facebook groups. <laughs> It'd be bad, y'all. Yeah, thank God I ain't in there. Rings are signs of fidelity. If you know, I want to that one. <laughs> Wait, what? Sing. Uh, sorry, I'm saying rings <laughs> are signs of fidelity. How? Because if you're wearing your ring, you are faithful. Oh, okay. If you are not wearing okay. your ring, you are I, cheating. I get it to some extent. Like no, on a like <laughs> on a you went outside and got caught without your ring. I get that, but like altogether, that's stupid. The reason why I think this needs to be challenged is because you either trust your partner or you don't. Mm. Your partner is either committed to you. In whatever boundaries are within your relationship that include not cheating or not. That ring don't have nothing to do with it. That goes back to the quality again. <laughs> so to to go back to the analogy of this episode, <laughs> mm-hmm. that would be like, yeah, having those fancy ass shoes that actually does benefit your running. Like you could be a beast with those, but then you didn't put in any work into your marriage or to training for that race. You crossed the finish line last again. But you had the fancy shoes on that would have helped. Versus the other person who had the raggedy ring but was practicing all day still got second maybe. Maybe even first. That commitment won't mean a damn thing. Yeah. The ring could look nice as fuck. Yeah. I'm like... 
So, oh. so a lot of people were responding to those kind of posts with like, no, we forget our rings all the time. We've lost our rings. That's what uh, I'm there's no point in getting a new ring. We keep losing them. Like, uh, it doesn't work for my job. Like people are like the rings don't mean that much, y'all. <laughs> see, and that's the, that's I needed to hear that because like when I when I thought of that, mm-hmm. don't that's why I gave that example. Like the first thing I thought was like an old stereotypical like scene in a black movie where. He takes off the ring to talk to some girl at the bar, and then so his girl or his wife rather comes up and is like, uh, "What are you doing?" Oh, 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 mm-hmm. that. Like I thought of some shit like that. Yeah. Versus it being, yo, that's why I did say it's ridiculous overall. But like I didn't even think about some of those scenarios where it's like, yo, my fingers get swollen. Yeah. I walk with my hands. Like my class rings uh, are starting to like not work. <laughs> so it's like that's legit. Mm-hmm. And some people like are probably like me who just like. I don't fuck with jewelry. Like mm-hmm. I will wear a ring. I kind of think I like that idea, but who knows? Maybe I won't like it the actual some feel used of to. it. Maybe and I'll like, be I like, I take it Ugh. off at the end of the day, and I'm like, because yeah, my finger's tight. <laughs> yeah, maybe I really won't fuck with it. Maybe I'll be like, yo, I'm precise. not really digging this shit no more. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's okay. Maybe I will. I will want to take it off when I'm going out because I don't want to give that impression off. Because, you know, I'm in a different type of relationship. And, and that's and that's a thing. And I was going to say as well, like, with us, it is a status of being married. Yeah. So, like, like you know, like, we use the term committed life partner, but that ring is a, is a symbol in our society presently, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, it's because yeah. we're still dating, especially because there is such thing as a hier- hierarchical polyamorous relationship. We do not practice that, but it does exist. There's a lot of controversy because it's deemed unethical because of the power dynamics. So mm-hmm. a lot of people can read that, oh, we're married, and think we're coming with that superiority complex. Right. And it's like... No, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so yeah. So yeah, I think like, okay, related to me. Um, the ring actually means a lot to me in the sense of milestones. <laughs> like it does. Like when we talk about like one, I don't need a fancy <clears throat> ring. Like I, I chose my ring because if I'm wearing it, I want to like it. So I chose it. Okay. Makes sense. Huh? Um, like, I don't have to question. I'm not going to like it when he give it to me. Makes I picked sense. it out, <laughs> you know? So I chose something that meant something to me and our, in our partnership. Mm-hmm. So I chose rose quartz because that's the heart chakra. I chose, um, the moon stone, which is beautiful. Cause it's like a rainbow reflected in white. It's gorgeous. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and that's, I believe, um, the crown chakra, mm-hmm. um, just because, I have to remember to grow in this, um, in this partnership. And that's reminding me of that. And then the last one is, I think aquamarine. I think that's the name. Maybe it's turquoise. It's one of those blue green ones, Mm -hmm. but, um, but that's for the throat chakra be to Mm -hmm. remember to communicate and remember to respect your voice and, and to, to communicate my needs, you know, like that's, that was important to me. So that's what I picked out. So, so yes, the ring is important to me. And just like I get tattoos as reminders, that would be a reminder for me. Now, if my rings get too fat and stuff, like I just plan on putting on it on a necklace, like, (laughs) like, I wouldn't mind doing that because I love that. Yeah, Like I'm (laughs) cool with that. Like it does not need to be in my ring, uh, on my finger. So, but it's also like, um, it's another option I didn't think about. just like in celebration wise, as far as if you are considering a relation relationship escalator, uh, type relationship, which you don't need to, it does not have to look like we're going up, check, check, check. 
But a lot of ours don't look like that, right? Like we're going out of order in this thing. Like we lived together prior, like we... Whose order? The traditional order, but yes. (laughs) There is no rules to the shit, y'all. No rules to the shit, okay? (laughs) Um... So, yes, so we've gone out of order, uh, you know, quote unquote, a mm-hmm. lot. So, but the ring is something that, like, I like, yes, I want, <laughs> I mm-hmm. want that, I want that milestone and that celebration of us in that moment, mm-hmm. you know, as a part of your proposal, which is something that you've dreamed up s- since you were little, you know, just like I want the wedding that I've dreamed up since I was little. And again, that's more of a celebration of us, just a reason to have a party for our love and our union, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's, I think, yeah, what it means to me. Yeah. Okay, okay. That was a great first segment. Yeah, so um, that's our first half, wow. y'all. Hope you enjoyed listening, Thank watching. Thank you so much. Uh, we gonna obviously hope that you subscribe if you have Please. not subscribed. It's very important for us to get this YouTube channel popping, like we've yes. been saying. Tell your friends to tell another friend to tell another friend to tell their cousin friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just put it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, share our, uh, if you like in our voice, if you're hearing it right now, you clearly have gotten to this point. You must like what you're hearing. You know? So please share it. Um, it is officially Black History Month. Yes. Share a black-owned podcast yes. by two very special black voices who have a unique take on some of these Sometimes controversial ta- uh, topics, you know. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of other black folk would love to hear this. This episode in particular, actually, mm-hmm. uh, because marriage is a big deal within our community. Mm-hmm. So I just want to leave y'all with that before we go on to the next half. Uh, appreciate you listening. Peace and love. For now, we'll be right back. Welcome back. Yes, yes, we're back for my little break. Yes. Took a little lunch break, you know. Yeah, what I mean? it was actually really nice. <laughs> Usually we power through these episodes yeah. uh, when we cut it at the half. Um, maybe like take a break, go, go to the bathroom, bathroom yeah. But um, yeah, this time we took a legit break, mm-hmm. self care, you know. <laughs> and yeah, you had your own therapy session. Yes, so. I had a therapy session in between our mm-hmm. our podcast. Yes. I'm rejuvenated, ready to get into it. All right. <laughs> well, this was a spicy one, so let's get back into you it. Know what I mean? What our second segment of the show, either or. Both and. <laughs> All right. So remember, uh, you won the coin toss. Oh, I think they remember. I was killing you. Yes, he <laughs> was. Um, so you will answer first. Yes. And then I will answer. And then you will elaborate on your answer first. Correct. So let's get it popping. All right. So the first question is. Mm-hmm. A successful marriage is measured by duration or quality. Mm. I'm going to go with quality for 300. <laughs> Uh, I will also uh, select quality as well. For 300? Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, if y'all were listening to the first half of the podcast, you already know my thoughts when it comes to this quality mm-hmm. versus the you know duration piece. Um, but I'll elaborate a little bit more um, because we have to take up space for the podcast. <laughs> no, nah, but I, I have more to say on it. Um, I mean, we honest. got four either or. So. Yeah, it's true. 
We got stuff to talk about. You no, know, this is gonna be one of those episodes where we just go in and that's cool. You know. Um, but yeah, I believe that the duration of something is just a again another like status symbol the symbol of like 30 year anniversary 40 year anniversary all those things people like oh my gosh they've been together for so long oh my gosh not knowing that they might have been locked in an abusive relationship for 30 years that doesn't sound so good now does it or in a loveless marriage for 30 years or sexless or sex no god that see that one affected me the most (laughs) (laughs) couldn't do it uh but that's not unusual that's not uncommon actually mm-hmm. it's unspoken you know <laughs> but it's not uncommon uh the advantage of being a therapist is yeah i get to hear all this stuff I, so i can't tell you who is experiencing these things but i can give you the research side because you know back in the day i did used to do research on this not anymore i'm way more face to face i like to actually you know yeah. interact with people um but then also again going to the interaction part on a personal level, as a couples therapist, I know of these marriages where they're very much long-lasting, but the quality within them is very poor, which is why they're coming to my office in the first place. You know, Although, going to couples therapy does not mean something's wrong. It could be a preventative measure. Right. Like a check-in, health assessment. Had they how we come doing? in during year two or three, you know? <laughs> maybe they're, they could have had 27 fruitful enjoy enjoy uh, uh filled with joy marriages versus the toxic abusive one that they had going on for 30 so exactly therapy is a tool if used correctly it can better your relationships and your connection but still at the end all be all y'all meant to be together because sometimes it just point out what's going on and what's going on is y'all don't that happens so often like a lot of people think that my job is to, to like fix or change their relationship. And we can go into it with that. But if I, as a, as a professional, am saying my assessment of your relationship is that you two are growing apart in these areas. I'm not going to say that you're growing apart and it's stamped. I'm, I'm pointing out the areas. I'm just here saying, look, y'all are not compatible in this area. And you're not willing to work on it. So... What are we doing? <laughs> that's it. I'm not saying that you will never work it out i'm just pointing out the ways that in which you aren't working it out and if you're not willing to then i guess you answered the question and you're just kind of feeling some type of way about it (laughs) it happens but it happens and that goes to the quality piece Mm -hmm. of the of the whole question so that's why i say it's quality you know it's it's all about the quality if you have a quality relationship and your your spouse dies does that mean that the relationship was a throwaway no it means you had some of the happiest years, moments, seconds, whatever it might have been with that person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter about that. Yeah. So. For sure, for sure. Quality all day for me. <laughs> what about you, um, baby? What are your thoughts? So I would like to point out that women's rights are a new concept <laughs> and they did not exist <laughs> in uh, previous decades <laughs> where our grandparents were married. So therefore... 
women being financially independent and stable enough to go out on their own Very and rare. be divorced Very wasn't an option. The fact that it was a lot more religious oriented and divorce is frowned upon uh, within religion cultures. So especially back in the day, like exactly, yeah, like Like we're a lot more open minded now. um, You know, the Scarlet Letter, like it's almost like that, but like for you know, not infidelity, but like you for divorce, yeah, yeah, for divorce, and then have to necessarily be. What was I watching? It was some movie. It was a movie with uh, Julia Roberts, and she was teaching at a college, and it was like an art history class or something. And this was this this was like in the fifties or sixties, and these women were in college, but they were basically just a placeholder for finding their husbands. And here is Julie Roberts, Roberts, all free spirited, yeah. teaching art and stuff. And she's like, "You can do what you want. You don't need a man." And they're all like, "No, I don't really care about this degree." <laughs> so. Oh crap! You know what? I forgot to turn off the heater. I don't know if it's too loud or not. I oh, I think it's fine. That's okay. really quiet. We've had it before. We had it before. Okay, yeah. cool. If y'all hear something in the background, it's just the heater, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so it was fascinating. Because one of the girls who was, like, one of the outcasts, quote-unquote, as being non-traditional, she, like, called out, like, her parents were the first on her block to get divorced. And that's how big a deal it was. Whole block. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, holy hell. I I couldn't have done well back then. I would have been like, oh, y'all could kiss my ass. Right? Like, the fuck? You ain't in my relationship? Shit. You want to be in the house with him? (laughs) I would have been, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have done well. And the reason, and the reason, because she explained it, the reason why her parents got divorced is because her father was in the military. And Mm. I forget what war it was, but when he came back, it was different. They grew apart. So there was like, there's no point in being together if we've grown apart. Yeah. That happens. You know? Um, if you go through something, especially something traumatic as war, it, it's a reset on what happens in your perspective. Like, mm-hmm. you no longer look at things the same. That's for sure. So, um, yeah. with that change in perspective, if there's not some level of adaptability within your partnership, mm-hmm. most likely you are going to drift apart. But the same thing can be said about college, you know? My ex is shit. If I would have just listened to that grad school, from college to grad school... That big transition? Yeah. Yeah, no. Didn't need to be in a relationship then. Um, so it, it happens in a lot of transitions, but a war, sure, I can see that happening. Yeah. That's sure. a huge one. You know? So, yeah. So in talking about the concept of a successful measure, marriage is measured by duration or quality, yeah. I chose quality because my parents were married for 35 years. Mm. On the 36th year, they got a divorce. So that's a long time by a lot of people. That's a long time. Now, mind you, they were 18 when they had my sister. Hmm. It was frowned upon to have children out of wedlock. So when my sister was five, they got married. Because of my sister. Not because they were compatible that's because they chose to spend their life together because they had a child. So, you know, 17 years later, <laughs> that's another story. I was born. And so to this day, my, I, know, I know my dad's like, I don't regret anything because you're here. And I'm like, you know, I'm cool with being here, too. 
Some days, <laughs> some days I'm like, the hell, I was brought, I was born in the wrong century. Like I'm way ahead of my time for this shit. But anyways, oh my god. <laughs> oh. Um. <clears throat> so yeah. So I need some water. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they were just they weren't supposed to get married. Like they weren't compatible for each other. They didn't speak the same love languages. They didn't put time or energy or effort into making their relationship work. They had expectations that weren't communicated nor agreed upon. Like it was just a lot. And like, I remember them fighting all the time in my childhood, Mm. you know? And then when I, there was like a huge traumatic incident right before I left for college. And I knew it was a downhill from then. Like I was like, Oh, it's just a matter of time. Especially with me out the house. There's, there's just y'all in the house. Like y'all got to face that shit, you know? So, 35 years married and got divorced. So, that duration doesn't mean anything to me. That's like a real life example. Real life example of doesn't matter how long you're together. People stay together for all sorts of reasons. It doesn't Mm. mean you should be together. It doesn't mean you're happy, nor nor that it's a healthy relationship. Mm. You know? So, yeah, I think think what both of us have touched on is that um, the reason behind the duration is what matters Mm -hmm. because duration for duration's sake is just, yeah, it it doesn't pan out when it comes to the actual connection between the two of you. Yeah, yeah, with your parents, like, yeah, I'm sure, like, a lot of people thought, well, let me ask you this. Did you think things were good because they were staying together for so long? Were you like, it couldn't be that bad because they're still together? So fighting was normalized. Mm, so, ah, okay, that's yeah. and that's why I tell you, like, please be patient with me because I'm unfucking packing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have an example of healthy relationship in my life, like, mm. it's, like I'm unlearning a lot of shit. <laughs> so, mm. um, so yeah, it wasn't until my sophomore year where uh, this is high school, yeah, okay. uh, of high school. Something big happened. Um, basically, there was a huge disagreement between my parents, my mom, my, my uncle was mentally ill and my mom wanted to bring him to stay with us. Okay. Um, that's her brother. That's her reason. Like that's her brother. Um, her sister wasn't going to take him in. He had nowhere else to go. Like she's going to take him in. My dad's reasoning was she had an in-home daycare. It is not wise to have someone who's mentally unstable and you don't even know why at the house. <laughs> right? Valid. <laughs> so, my dad kind of led by it's his way or the highway. I don't see that. That's where you fucked up. <laughs> so, my mom went to get her brother. Oh, so she did it anyway. She did it anyway. Okay. My dad changed the locks on the house. Oh. Yeah. Cops were called. Middle of the night. It was a huge... It was a huge traumatic incident for me and that's when i was like oh it's not all good <laughs> mm. like it's it's nope it's yeah, not all good to get to that point of changing locks and because that's like that's like an extreme measure yeah in my, in my yeah mind. yeah and then my sister called me talking about why didn't i call them and tell them like i'm not trying to get the fuck in this shit i'm 16 <laughs> call them and tell them to call because my sister went with my mom Oh. Yeah. Okay. So she was like, why didn't you call and tell us? Like, I didn't want to be involved. 
So that, that definitely impacted me and definitely showed me like, oh, it's not all good. But the thing that happened before my senior year, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a wrap. <laughs> like, this is, yeah, this is ending. And their divorce was highly conflictual. And I was in grad school at that time. They were calling me at, like, 3 in the morning. And oh. it was just, like, I had to go to therapy because of it. I started having nightmares. Like, there was, it was yeah. bad. Like, they are more cordial and friendly now, thankfully. And my mom is very happy in her new relationship. And I can see the fucking difference, y'all. I can see the difference in the quality of the relationship. She's been with her boyfriend for less time. And it's an entirely different relationship. It's healthier. She's happier. Mm. They speak their, the same love languages. They put time and energy into understanding each other. Like, they have similar interests. Like, it's, I'm happy for her. Like, I'm happy that she's found happiness. You know? So I'm all about the quality, all about the quality. Yeah. I agree. <sighs> all right. The next one. Next one. Let's do it. All right. So piggybacking. Okay. The next one is, again, this is myths of marriage now. <laughs> right. Divorce isn't an option. Yes or no? Ooh. So do I get to go first on this one as well? Or you yeah, you to... get first on the whole thing. Oh, damn. Yeah, you won. I'll get to you later. Because you just had the story. So I feel like it ties in. Oh, okay, sure. Thanks, yeah. baby. Yes, divorce is an option. The fuck? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, divorce <laughs> is definitely an option. So again, <laughs> I'm in these groups, y'all. <laughs> and they are coming from the biblical marriage point of view, which I do not subscribe to. Okay. For several reasons, but... So what is... Yeah, define what the... Or not literally, because we might not know everything, but like, what oh, is I the know. overall sense of the biblical You don't get divorced. <laughs> okay. That's, that's, that's the hard su line. summary. You don't get divorced. No, no wiggle room. Yes. So people are like, you need to stay committed. You need to work it out. Like, divorce isn't an option. Try to right, find another so way. Pray about it. All this other stuff. And I'm like, you are not qualified to make a blanket statement about everybody's relationship. You do not know their relationship. Mm -hmm. If there is abuse, if there is infidelity, yeah. if there's a lack of trying to work on improving the relationship, you don't know. So you can't say divorce is an option for somebody else. Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> now to me, I think maybe when I was younger, I was like, I only want to get married once. And that was more so like, I want to be very intentional in choosing my life partner. Yeah. So I'm not going to put myself in a position where that's an option. Mm. Like, I'm going to be very fucking selective and take my fucking time, as I did, you know? Um, I was single for seven years, y'all. <laughs> like, <laughs> but anyways. Um, but now, especially with polyamory and deconstructing marriage and understanding committed life partnership and all of that, I don't really care about divorce. Like, we aren't, like, us getting legally married isn't about our love, isn't about our commitment. It's about our finances and our business, like, our businesses. Like, it's, so, like, say, uh, some circumstances within polyamory is, like, say your partner um, is from a different country. Very likely. You know, and you need <laughs> to divorce me to get married to her just so she can, you know, become a citizen. Mm. Which happens. Um, and that was an actual an example in one of the CBS documentaries about polyamory. Um, that a, a triad had done that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, 
while we got to figure out business wise what we're doing, yeah, that was um, you know, like that. Huh, can I marry her? Shit, <laughs> we don't got to be in a romantic relationship. <laughs> um, although no, that still wouldn't work. Damn, uh, advocate for multiple marriages, y'all. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so that's yeah. Like I I don't really care. <laughs> like as long what I made evident to to Oso is I need my wedding. That means more. Make sure I have my wedding. Okay. <laughs> she did say this. I did several times. Well, let us be clear. <laughs> Paperwork, fine and dandy. Where my wedding? Because <laughs> that is the celebration of our love and our union, and that's what means more to me. Mm. Um. So what say you? Divorce isn't an option. You said. It is. I, I think it, it, it always is an option. Whenever you remove an individual's agency from being with another individual who has independence and agency, I think you're doing a disjustice to them as those individuals. Like, mm-hmm. you have freedom of choice for that reason. And commitment is always... There's always an asterisk on commitment. Commitment is for sure conditional like people have this thing where it's like unconditional love and then they just say unconditional everything yeah unconditional love is different than commitment is different than the boundaries within a relationship i can unconditionally love you from a distance okay (laughs) i can unconditionally love you and you not be my wife that's okay it's possible y'all you know so i think that blanketed unconditional statement gets you know, put out there and it confuses people when it comes to legality, yeah. the process mm-hmm. of, of the, the divorce. Mm-hmm. And then they take that to heart as if there is no option. And what happens when you take away a person's control and sense of autonomy within a, a structure is they try to gain as much control, whether that's natural or unnatural, within that system. Mm-hmm. So... You can use the example of America as, as just that. Like, if certain people in this country haven't had rights, what usually happens? It's like they rebel. They try to gain some type of control. They try to gain some sense of control mm-hmm. on their own, whether that's through productive means or unproductive means. Black Wall Street, productive means. Y'all fucked our shit up, we riot. Unproductive means, sometimes. <laughs> Y'all fuck our shit up that we were building because there was a, a system around us that didn't let us flourish. So we de- developed our own system our own set of control. But in a relationship, that can be unhealthy because it's like, if I have no control over whether or not I can be in or out of the situation, I'm going to try to control everything within this relationship. So kind of to your mm-hmm. dad's example, like, mm-hmm. yo, he ain't, your brother ain't coming over here. Like, I'm in control because there's no way out of this. So I have to make sure that when I am in this, I'm safe versus that safety coming from a place of, no matter what happens, we'll be able to talk and communicate and it will come up to some agreement. I might not get everything that I want, but I know I'll be at least satisfied with the overall outcome. Those are both descriptions of safety within a commitment. But one feels like because there's no commitment, there's no way out of that commitment, that control, it seems like you have to get a bigger handle on it. Mm-hmm. And that can lead to destructive things. Not always, but it can. Because mm-hmm. most people would feel trapped aren't like, oh, okay, well, I'll just take a little control while I'm in this little trapped surface that I'm in. No, they're like, 
oh, we stuck on this island? Well, then I want all the food. <laughs> I want all the resources, all the shelter, everything. I ain't sharing nothing. I got to make sure that I'm good. Mm. I'm stuck. I'm going to be stuck here, right? Let me make sure that I'm good. Everybody's serving me. That's just a, 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 a bad mentality you have when going into a commitment. Um, so that's why I feel like divorce is always an option because autonomy is always an option. Mm. Choice is always an mm-hmm. option. Very true. And I, and I did want to address... So when I was talking about like either of us getting divorcing to marry someone else or something like that, divorce doesn't mean the end of our partnership. That's why (laughs) I enjoy committed life partnership more than I do marriage because like we're partners for life no matter what, no matter if the romantic relationship breaks down, it's like we still professional partners. Mm -hmm. We're still parenting partners. We're still friends. Like we're still partners for life. Like this, yeah. So when you fuck with somebody and you yeah, go to like, vibes, you, it's like you fuck with them, like so you don't got to. It's like oh fuck, we ain't like we we just not having it no more. Like we just, it's just not it's not there no more. Damn, that sucks. Oh well, let's keep you know. You know, like <laughs> and and I love I love in February of last year before COVID. <laughs> I went to see Dr. Joy DeGruy. I know. I went to see Dr. Joy DeGruy. She had an amazing presentation. I loved it so much. I could see myself like, like that's who I wanted to become. Mm. You know, it was a beautiful experience for me. And in her presentation, she was talking about how her first husband and her got divorced. And she was like, he's still family. Like, so he's still at our events. He's with his new wife. I'm with my new husband. And, like, we're family. That's what a tribe really is. Yeah. That's what it, how it used to be. It's like, yeah, you have relations with other people amongst the village. Mm-hmm. You might commit to one person. If that does not work out, that doesn't mean that that person is dead to you. Yeah. It means that, like, okay, well, you're no longer in the romantic dynamic with me. Exactly. That's okay. It's okay, y'all. It's okay. And I think that goes back to like the prioritization or the putting on the pedestal of romantic relationships. Like yeah. if it's not that just cut everything else out cause nothing else matters. And it's like, there is more love and meaning and connection outside of romantic relationships. Y'all. And it feels good. Yeah, for sure. All right. Next one. Okay. What we got either you marry up or you settle down. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Easy. I, I thought about my explanation, but I had not thought about what I would pick. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I was thinking about that when I was writing it. I was like, what's settle going on? Settle up. Oh, oh, we uh, settle down? <laughs> mm-hmm. Settle up. Right. Settle up. Right? Hey. <laughs> I'm cowboy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so you either marry up or you settle down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to marry up, I guess. So I'm going to do devil's advocate and say settle down just because I wouldn't pick either of these. But go ahead. <laughs> I say marry up, even though I don't agree with any of this stuff. So I'll, I'll say, uh, I got to organize my thoughts again. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'll say my thoughts again, personally, mm-hmm. what I think about these statements. <laughs> um, And then I'll break down... Uh, I guess, like, what they mean within the greater society again. So, yeah, personally for me and then in in the greater society at large. Um, So, for me, 
I would pick marry up because I look at uh, if I'm being you know if I had to choose one, I would look at marrying as an addition to my life, as in a, another partner, another person within my life who I can collaborate with, who I can share experiences with, and our combined energies and overall vibe will create a better lived experience for me than if I would have been uh, by myself. Not saying that I wouldn't be happy by myself, but that combined experience of the life that I want to have and then co-creating that mm. allows me to like have concept. a better life uh, than would have been without that. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, again, going back to like not being all about her, but knowing that she's an addition to my happiness in life, you know? <laughs> so that, that's how I would uh, word it if I had to pick one. Now, in terms of a greater fucking argument when it comes to these two terms, fuck both of these terms. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I was like, I want to choose <laughs> Right, so first of all, the idea of settling down or settling is some bullshit. Wait, you chose Mary up. Talk about that. I know. All right, but I, oh, I got to talk about both when it comes to... All right, well, I'm probably going to agree because I was going to say shit about settling down, but continue. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, because they're so connected. They're connected. Oh, uh, so yeah. Settling down is some bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> Back where I was left off. <laughs> it's some bullshit because the idea that you you are qualifying somebody as lower than you. Like you're saying or quantifying somebody as like lower than you on a on a scale mm-hmm. is so backwards when it comes to thinking about a partner. You should be looking for as somebody who's people, right? Com- like, <laughs> people in general, but like especially when it comes to a partner, because you should be looking at it as compatibility mm-hmm. ver- and matching, you know, connection versus tiers and statuses. I think that's a backwards way of thinking it, of it. If you're thinking of like, if I'm with him, this puts me at a higher level or this puts me at a lower level, then I think your value set is all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> just say it like it is. <laughs> I just think it is. To be honest. Ain't no sugar coating on this so real, baby. <laughs> like, your values are like, where did you, what? Who who raised you? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then set, uh, um, marrying up, mm-hmm. that also deals with the same thing. It's just on the flip side. Mm-hmm. You don't view yourself as worthy, but worthy enough but if you were to get with somebody, that would make you up to this level. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, why aren't you on that level of individual growth where you feel like you would be there? And then what makes this person so much better than you when you're quantifying whatever things that you're using to quantify this bullshit by? <laughs> what makes him so much better than you? What? Why is he on a pedestal now? And why, what do you think that would do with the dynamic within your relationship? Like, how do you think that's going to work out if somebody is so above you that you aren't really on his level and you're only marrying up? Like, do what you, he wants with you? Right. Well, why would he want you? Does he just see you as subservient at that point then as like something that he can use and, and abuse control. and throw away when he needs to get a new one? You guys just think about those questions when it comes to the marrying up, settling down phrases mm-hmm. and concepts. So that's my thought. 
Like, I, I don't get, I reject both of those concepts altogether. <laughs> All right. Get so, your values together, so, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> so let me play this devil's advocate. So, okay. yeah, I don't agree. Hold on, with, hold on. <laughs> I don't agree with either. <laughs> um, but for the sake of argument, I chose settling down. Um, again, I agree with everything you said about not measuring people on a scale <laughs> of worth and when it comes to you choosing partners. Um, but I think that women need to, this is highly gendered by the way, when we're saying marry yeah. up, we're usually referring to women marrying men with more financial means right. and settling down for Thank women, yeah, that. for women marrying men who don't make as much as them. That's to put it real, like mm-hmm. that's yeah. there are exceptions, but yeah, like that's what we're, we see. we're we're seeing and what uh-huh. like again going back to base of the societal yeah. norms from these terms, it's it's applied to those dynamics exactly. most likely. Um. So yeah, I'm talking to women. Um, Talk to you so ladies. think yeah to reframe how you're thinking about settling down and not reference to the money uh, a man makes in relation to you, but looking at it as checking your expectations, checking your value system, checking your requirements, because some of these requirements you have, you think that because he may not meet them, it's settling down. And it's like, why are they even requirements in the first place? Like, is that necessary for a healthy and happy long-term relationship? Preach, sister. Go ahead. Go ahead, girl. Somebody in the background said, go ahead, girl. That's like the only, like, settle down, meaning check your expectations, check your standards. Because, mm. again, your value system is like this. Yeah, that's the part. <laughs> that's it right there. Like. Because that's the basis of your desires and needs anyway. Because you would have calibrated that and checked yourself if you knew about your values being being of principle. Because then you would be like, why do I want that? You would question it. You would literally be like, why do I want that? Why do I look at it that way? You would say that. Mm-hmm. If you haven't done that work, you, you these questions are probably surprising to you. <laughs> but that's a good thing. That's why we want y'all to share. Question your thinking. <laughs> huh. All right. Last one. Oh, this is it? Yeah. Dang. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, last point on the last question. Um, so that's how we feel about those concepts. Mm -hmm. The both and is we grow together. We grow each other. We're always learning from each other. So it's not a matter of like, you have strengths in areas that I don't, I have strengths in areas that you don't. So like, it's, it's not a marrying up or settling down. It's like, nah, we we're here where we are and we will continue to grow individually and together. Right. If you feel that way, if that thought comes across your mind mm-hmm. with someone you're dealing with, again, you have to question yourself and why you're thinking that way. And then if you really legit feel that way, maybe you should question why you're with that person. If you feel like, yo, I might have to settle for, oh, damn. Or, oh, I done got my ticket. It's like, whoa, hold on. And then, like, to address money, because, again, that's where a lot of women are concerned about. Like, I'm with him in the beginning. Yeah, this is the broke page. Like, y'all. I see... And it's not even that broke. <laughs> I see where he's going. I see his, his work ethic, his time and commitment putting into building the infrastructure y'all. so he can be successful, so we can mm-hmm. be successful. Like, I see it. A lot of women wouldn't have chosen this. 
Like, and you see it with celebrities who are married long-term with black mm-hmm. women. Those women were there in the beginning when they had nothing. Yeah, and that's... and That's uh, that's uh, why uh, they chose them. Exactly. <laughs> it all matches up. Like, it all makes perfect sense when you think about it. But a lot of people aren't willing to see that. And then, again, because you haven't worked within yourself to recognize the qualities that create high value as an individual for you, you're not able to recognize that in another man who's building, mm-hmm. you know? Because you'll be able to recognize it quick. All the things you just listed, like the consistency, the hard work, blah, 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 all that stuff you just, you know, gave me words of affirmation, but oh, and the physical touch, see? No, 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 no. Anyways, um, all those things, if you were able to recognize that, then you'd be like, oh, that brother's on his way. I, mm-hmm. I, I want to be with him. I know where he's going. Versus... Oh, uh, I don't know. He's only doing this or that. I, he don't got it yet, so I'm going to just... Uh-uh, he don't got it yet. That's... That's... I don't like to use her, exa- her as an example because cause she's not like a role model for me or whatever, but Michelle Obama, when she saw Barack, mm-hmm. when they first started dating, she knew what was up. She saw the... Potential. Potential. The active potential. Active potential within him, yes. Check out Smart Love with Two T's. Smart Love <laughs> with Two T's for the video Active Potential versus Past Potential. How to never waste your time dating ever again. Plug, plug, plug. Make sure you subscribe to that channel as well. We'll be building over there later on. All right. I like how you <laughs> said that. <laughs> All right, next question? Yeah, let's do it. Last question. Happy wife, happy life. Oh, shit. <laughs> or happy spouse, happy house. Oh, why you had to do this one? <laughs> he didn't fell out, y'all. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Which one would you choose? Happy baby? spouse, happy house. For sure. Hands down. Happy spouse, happy house. All right, why why is this uh, an obsession with... Check out our previous episode, Attraction 101 and New Year Pick Me, where we talk about entitlement of women. Yes. Thank you, baby. You're welcome. For sure. (laughs) Check out those uh, videos. Link below. Episodes. Episodes. What did I say? (laughs) Videos. Videos. Oh, well, both and. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but yes. Check those out. But I think this obsession, oh, this obsession and concentration on all energy and focus on the woman, woman being the prize is so one toxic, yes. two unproductive mm-hmm. towards healthy, long lasting, high quality relationships. That does not work. If everything is fixated on you as the woman, why do you think the man would want to stay in that dynamic? If it's happy wife, why why do you think the rest of his life isn't included in that? Why his aren't life, you concerned about his why, happiness? Why aren't you concerned about that? It's ridiculous. You are not the vehicle towards all positive things happening within a relationship. It's not like, okay, well, she's happy. She gets all the money. She doesn't have to do any work. She gets to just... Be on vacation all all day, while the guy might be hella stressed out, might be in a financial bind, but doesn't want to show it because he wants to make her happy. Might be in an emotional bind and not be emotionally connected, but doesn't want to say it because that would make her uncomfortable about the fact that she's not showing him any attention emotionally. All these things could be happening, 
and you wouldn't even be aware of it because you're like, hey, I'm happy, so the marriage must be going well. You're not the only person in it. That's all I got to say on it. Like, if you didn't get it from that breakdown, then hey. So. Go ahead, baby. In a group. (laughs) I saw someone say. It was a woman. She said she refuses to allow her husband to be anything but happy. Mm. And this is a turn on the, you know, happy wife, happy life. Yeah, that's interesting. But. Oh, this is about to turn into a bad thing. (laughs) In my explanation to her, I was like, that also is not healthy. (laughs) Like, we are all human. Right. All of our feelings are valid, the good, bad, and ugly. And we have to feel them. We can't distract ourselves. We can't avoid them. We have to, at some point, feel them. And know that our emotions are our individual responsibility. Yeah. Okay? So know that first, <laughs> but also like you also has a, what was it seasonal affective disorder? Yes. So in the winter, when I know he's going through stuff, sometimes I'll check on like his routine to mm. make sure that he's taking care of himself. That's not something I can do. Like I can't do anything for your mood. I can't do anything for your emotions, but I can check on you to make sure that you are handling yourself. Right. Like that's something that I can do, but he still has to feel his feelings. Like he's still human. Like I can't control him. Yeah. (laughs) You know, everybody has feelings. Y'all it's true. (laughs) Men have feelings. Exactly. (laughs) And, and, And that is the overall to your point of like men have feelings like, and, and the kicker is, Women want men to have feelings now. We're outside of our teenage years where men showing emotions was weakness, even though some of y'all are still left over. But now we're like, I want him to be emotional. I want him to, to share his feelings with me and tell me what's going on. You know, I've noticed women want men to be emotional in the way they want, not in the way that the man is feeling his emotions. Yes. Because I think it's like a default going back to the happy wife, happy life thing where it's like, us dealing with your emotions is like a given. Like that's like, oh, we got to do that if we're with you. <laughs> it's like you it's have accepted. To. Right. It's like, oh shit, well, hip, oh man, she's sad, so I gotta do this. Or oh man, you know how she gets. So I'm uh, I'm catch y'all later before you know old ladies start to acting up, you know what I mean? I'll get you know, all that. Yeah. That's so, like normal. So much so that there are jokes about it. Yeah. <laughs> Some of y'all probably like <laughs> Damn, that's true. <laughs> right now on the podcast right? <laughs> but it's it's so normalized mm-hmm. meanwhile men we feel emotions very differently mm-hmm. we express them very differently but women aren't even apt to know how to deal with that how many ladies even know like how their man expresses anger in a healthy way or sadness what do they do what are the ways that they cope what are they, like none of that stuff is even asked or even questioned like, oh, damn. He's not, he's clearly not in the best of moods right now. I wonder what would help. Unless it's like the default things, like, oh, oh I'm a cook, or I'm gonna have sex. Sometimes it's not that quick of a fix. Yeah, that's not the answer for everything. Trust me, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if it's something small, maybe you could get away with that. But. Again, do you time. even know what's going on with him to say that that right. is. Uh, that, that's gonna be sufficient? You yeah. know? Facts. Yeah. 
I would also like to say this concept of happy wife, happy life is heteronormative as fuck. Oh, oh yeah, go off on that. That's <laughs> clearly. Like, if I'm in a relationship with another woman, how's uh, that gonna work? I mean, sure, it's the language still applies, but it ain't just on one of us. <laughs> happy wife one. What happened to wife two? <laughs> like, huh? Yeah, takes two. <laughs> you know, like we're in a relationship together. We're in a partnership together. Like. We should both be concerned about each other's happiness. Right. Wife number one happy. Wife number two over here balling. <laughs> How would that look? Like You'd be like, oh, man, that's just an unhealthy relationship. Matter of fact, when you put it into those terms, it makes when, a lot of listen, sense. Listen, embracing my two, sexuality just, just expanded all gender norms and all things related to relationships that have been conditioned to us. Because it's like you got to start questioning shit. It's so true. When you really <laughs> think about two women, you would be like, Yo, it seems like one of y'all is, like, happy all the time, go lucky, and then the other one, she's hella emotionally sad, and, uh, like, she feels like she's, like, can't express herself. If if you're a person looking at that, and they're in that relationship, you'd be like, man, I don't know if she's the right one for you. Why is that not the same when it comes to it being a guy? Why is that not thought of? <sighs> it makes so much sense when you put it as two women in a relationship. Because you're like, oh, well, on to the next. That would be one of those, like, okay, well, you got to get out of that. Well, I think with queer relationships, because it's outside of the social norm guidelines of relationships, you question everything. And you choose what you want to do moving forward. Because heteronormativity and monogamy Mm. is a default setting. You don't question things. You just fall in line with what has been the pattern of relationships in in society. You're like, oh, this is what we do? Because everybody else do it? Okay. Versus, yeah, like you said, constructing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing what works best for us. what works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is why I love our partnership. Because we do that. And I don't think mm-hmm. I could have chose a male life partner who wouldn't be able to do that. Because I'm just way too non-traditional for any of these gender norm shit. Like, I no, no, no. So. And yeah. my whole thing is like, and maybe we'll talk about this at some point. Because we may have talked about it a little bit and touched on it. But it's like. People need to really understand like masculinity and femininity. Oh, we need then, a, a, a episode uh, about yeah, that. We haven't dissected. They, they, they don't understand that, and then I think that's why people get confused. Because when you break it down to that, it makes mm-hmm. everything way easier versus hyperfixation on genitalia or gender expression. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yo, dude, if you break it down to like, I want to be expressing myself in a more masculine way today because that's how I feel. Versus it well, being let's like, do it. I'm yeah, for it. We, I'm, we I'm, it. Let's do a whole, like, yeah. Let's do it, then. We'll do an episode on, on masculinity and femininity and breaking it down internally, externally, all Ooh, of it. Look at us getting titles together. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. Because, um, god damn, if, if these gendered ideas aren't the fucking issues within the relationships within black America, geez. Yeah, they're not helping. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Damn sure ain't helping. Goodness gracious. <laughs> but all right, y'all. That is it for Myths of Marriage. Thank you for listening to It's yes. So Real. With your boy, Oso. And your girl, Rocky. We will see you on the next one. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Get us yes. to 100 subscribers. Make sure to listen to the podcast. Share it with all your friends and family. Yes. And we will see you next week. Peace. And love. Always. You already know. Mwah! <laughs> <laughs>